Hello besties, welcome back to another episode of Audio from Your Bestie with me, your bestie, Nicole. This is a segment inspired by the audios that I send to my friends all the time, just chit-chatting and talking about whatever is on my mind. And today's audio specifically is a story time about one of my failed relationships and mainly a really bad dating experience that I've had in the past with this person. And this is the first story time of my entire podcast. So I'm really excited and let's just get right into what we're going to be talking about today. And before that, this story is actually, or not the story, but my desire to share this story is partly inspired by, I don't know if we're on the same side of TikTok, but this lady called Risa Tisa made like a 50 part, um, series on TikTok where she was sharing how she was married to like a pathological liar and I watched I sat and watched all 50 parts and that was the wildest thing that I've ever heard and not to say that my ex or the person in this story is like a pathological liar in any way my story cowers in the shadow of her story because that was so wild but I think what was more inspiring was you know being able to share a negative experience and actually it um, inspired people in the right way or like just teach somebody a lesson or um, just even the healing nature of being able to share a story that happened in the past and honestly that partly inspired me to share this story today which I said is a story time so with that let's get right into today's audio before I set the scene usually when I say a story about someone I say you know if you think this story is about you it's not this is not one of those cases because this genuinely can only be about one person and I don't even think they're listening I don't know that's not it's not my problem not my business but you know for the purposes of this story we're going to give them a name um so the the novel I've previously been reading if if you don't know you probably don't know but i've been trying to read more novels this year i think i'm on like the fourth novel this year let's clap hands for me let's clap hands for me but the protagonist uh in this particular novel is called colin so that's the only name i can think of at the moment so that's what we're gonna call him so with that let's set the scene so colin and i dated for like 10 months in total and we like broke up two days before valentine's day he be broke up with me two days before valentine's day which is just another story on its own <laughs> another story which probably explains my aversion to the holiday but anyways so we dated for 10 months and at the time of this particular date that i'm going to be talking about i honestly can't remember at what point like which month or whatever where we went on the date because we only went on three dates so it can only be one of the three so it's either it can't be the very first one. I think it's probably the second date we went on um, in total in the relationship. And so another thing to note before I start the story is that like we, he was not allowed to date, which is common, I think, in some like high school people that I knew in school who just were not allowed to date by their parents for whatever reason. And he was one of them, but I was allowed to date by my mom. She genuinely didn't have an issue with it. Um, just wanted like communication and just honesty, which, you know, can go both ways. Usually people who were not allowed to date were the ones who were dating more than the ones who were allowed to. So I don't know if there's a formula. I don't know if there's a right way to do it, but that's the way it was. And so he was not allowed to date, but I was. And so that's pretty much 
that's the scene. So on this particular date, um, much like all the other dates we went on, like I said, we went on three dates, I would pay. And it was like a, just an, an unknown thing between the two of us that if we were to go on a date, I would have to initiate the date, like ask him out essentially. And I would also be paying for the date because it's not like... Um, I was like Jeff Bezos or anything like I'm, I wasn't rich. I'm not rich. Um, but like I like got an allowance and I like had money. He got an allowance too, but Lord knows where that money went. Um, so whenever we went on a date, it was just kind of known between the two of us that I was going to be the one paying. And so this date, like all the other ones, I initiated it. I was like, Hey, do you want to go watch a movie? I think it was Aladdin playing. No, I know it was Aladdin because I loved watching Aladdin in the theater. I think one of the best takeaways from this little situation is that I got to watch Aladdin in the theater. Like the remake, loved it. So I was like, oh, can we go for a movie? Da, 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 da. And he was like, oh, that's fine. And so we agreed on a time for the date. So this is gonna this is gonna come back into play later. But so we agreed on the time, agreed on the day, everything was fine. So on this particular Saturday, I was going for choir practice. I was in the youth choir for my church. Um I'm not Beyonce or anything. I'm not Beyonce or anything, but I can carry a tune. I can carry a tune. So I had gone for choir practice in the morning and then after that I had taken a combi to town. Because we were gonna use a combi, we were then we were then gonna get into a combi together to go to Sam Levy's village. Because I didn't drive, I drive now, but I I didn't drive at the time. He could drive, but he couldn't like borrow the car to go on a date with his girlfriend. Because like I said, he's not allowed to date. I didn't have a problem with the public transport, didn't have an issue with it, and so I went into town at twelve. So we were supposed to meet at twelve. Remember this. Hear me. We were supposed to meet at 12. So tell me why when I got there, after being a choir practice for like two hours, I got there and I call him and he's like, what do you mean you're already there? And I'm like, I mean, I'm standing here and I can't see you. And he says, oh, I thought we're meeting at one. And I go back in the chats while I'm on the call, because one thing about me is that I hate being late and I will do whatever I can to triple triple check the time and everything and so I knew I wasn't wrong but I checked anyway and for sure I wasn't wrong I was supposed to meet at 12 and he had gotten the time wrong and he was like oh but I can't come now because I'm with my parents and I'm helping them with something and like we said before he is not allowed to date so he can't really tell them why he has to leave at that particular time and so you know I was like at a point where I had to make a decision, you know, there are points in your life where you're faced with a decision. And this was one of them. I could have easily been like, you know what? I'm not waiting here for an hour to take you on a date, essentially, because I'm going to be paying for the date. I could have just been like, you know what? It's fine. Picked up my bag, my jacket and my dignity and gotten back into a combi and went home. I could have easily done that. But if I had done that, there wouldn't be a story for us today. So I think you can tell that I chose the second option, which was, you know what? It's fine. I'll wait for you for an hour. And so where I was waiting is also important to the story because I was in town, right? And if you know what Harris CBD is like, it's not, it's very crowded in a lot of areas. So the particular area I was in, I think it was like uh, 
Buyani and I speak. So it's near a combi rank, first of all. So you can already just imagine the atmosphere. And I was in a pizza slice, like a pizza slice, chicken slice thing. And there were so many people in that food court because food courts are just filled like with people who are not actually even eating. Me being one of them, like as much as I was like annoyed that there's so many random people here sitting, not even eating, I was one of them. So, you know, the, the hypocrite in me was like, so I'm in this chicken in and like another thing to note is that my phone at the time wasn't great at keeping charge like keeping battery so I had to be switching it off so I literally switched it on to call him and so while I'm waiting for this hour and guys it was like an hour and some change I wasn't even on my phone I couldn't be like playing games on my phone or listening to music like I was very fully present sitting in the moment feeling every single minute ticking by and with every minute like I my anger was just dissipating because honestly I couldn't really be angry at him anymore because now the anger was directed towards me because I chose to be here I chose to wait for an hour and so I couldn't really be angry at him anymore so by the time he showed up an hour and some change later I was happy to see him I was like oh great you're finally here happy to go you know happy to go see the movie I'm like let's let's get out of here and so I'm not angry anymore and so we get into the combi and he, he paid for the combi I'll give him that and I remember even thinking in the moment wow this is really sweet of him like oh <laughs> anyways so we go to the movie and we go to Sam Levy's village and we get there and we and we're paying. So like I said, I know I'm paying for the for the date. So I pay for the tickets. And I really wish I could remember how much they were, but for the life of me I can't. But let's just say between five and seven dollars each for the tickets. So let's just round it up to maybe like fifteen fifteen dollars, fourteen, fifteen dollars, something like that is how much I pay for the tickets. And then it came to the popcorn. So I haven't eaten all morning. This is this is now like past one i haven't eaten anything because all the choir practice and so i'm looking forward to my big bucket of popcorn all to myself and my juice because let's be honest like watching a movie at a movie theater you're probably mostly there for the popcorn because the pop movie theater popcorn is underrated and is undoubtedly the most the best popcorn on the face of the planet i won't take any arguments and so i'm looking forward to my popcorn and i pay for my big bucket of popcorn and i'm like okay let's go and he's like and i'm i ask him i was like aren't you gonna some popcorn for yourself and he's like oh i just thought we could share the bucket of popcorn and i was like you want to share my bucket of popcorn and he's like no yeah i ate already where i was coming from and so i i, I can't finish a whole bucket of popcorn and i was like but i i don't want to share and like we're having this like back and forth in front of the cashier and she's looking at me i remember it was a woman and she's looking at me and i'm looking at her and i'm like so frustrated because i don't want to share the bucket of popcorn i want him to at least pay for his popcorn me having paid for the movie and so like i just say it as like a throwaway statement i'm just like you know i just just get the popcorn like just pay for it and i'll give you the money back later little did i know how important this throwaway statement would be in the future but anyways we then go in he, he pays for it and then we go into the movie have a great time i'll be honest um it was a great movie like i said i loved the aladdin remake i'm not usually a fan of remakes especially the ones they're doing these days but the aladdin remake was great honestly loved it and so after the movie, we leave, you know, um, we get into our separate transports, go home, you know, and like, you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, Nicole, like, 
the date wasn't that bad. Like you're saying it was so bad, you know. And I'll and I'll be honest, maybe it's not the worst date ever, but for me, the worst date I've ever had. So let's just keep that in mind. And the story isn't over. So this is a Saturday, right? So then the next time I see him is Monday at school. We have a normal day at school. Talk about, oh, it was such a great date, whatever. And also, I also do wonder why it was so important for me to go on dates with him, if I'm being honest, because the idea of a date is to spend time with someone. But I was seeing him every day at school, honestly. So I don't know where it came from in my mind that we have to see each other out of school and have to like provide money or whatever. But anyways, so I see him at school and was standing outside waiting for transport to go home. He looks at me and he's like, oh, like when are you gonna give me back that money? And I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, money, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh yeah, the, the money I paid for the popcorn, you said you're gonna give it back to me later silence in the studio silence in the studio because what are you actually talking about like i was taken aback i was gagged i was like what and like i know in the story i haven't shown the highest amounts of like self-respect or anything like that but at least in that moment i was able to step back and be like whoa no that's crazy i'm not gonna pay you back for money you used to buy popcorn that you ate i didn't even eat your popcorn like that's insane like he paid a fraction of the amount that i paid on the date and i it's not you know it's not a comparison thing but i'm like sheesh like (laughs) seriously your bucket of popcorn is what you like where am i supposed to get that money anyways so in that moment i just laughed it off like i thought i just thought it was so ridiculous i didn't even take him seriously and i was like that's crazy no like i'm not giving you back your money and like like i said in the moment didn't really understand how much of a red flag that was and how much of it was an indicator of a really serious imbalance in the relationship in terms of like money and stuff like that and even um just respect i think because it then became an increasingly bigger issue as our relationship went on um and something that ultimately after the breakup i was able to see that this was not great like this was not a great situation that i had found myself in and particularly there was a moment and i i will never forget this moment for some reason it's so clear in my mind and i think because in the moment i could tell with you okay this is something that i'm gonna need to remember like you know sometimes you have one like this is gonna be something i can look back on and so like this is after um our breakup chapin like months after this after this date that i've just spoken about and so on this particular day it was like a like a merit badge giving day and so i remember i got i'm, I'm gonna brag for two minutes give me two minutes to brag <laughs> So on this day, I got three, I, you know, it's a level. So I got two of the subject prizes. And the only reason I didn't get the third one is because this guy, I won't say his name, but this guy got that prize for history because he cheated on a test. And I guys, like I'm still heated about that. Honestly, probably to my grave till the day I die, I'm going to be upset about that because that prize should have been mine because he cheated on the test. Anyways, um, so I got two subject prizes and I got a prize for like overall best in the class and like overall best in the stream. So about three or four prizes or something like that. And on that particular assembly as well, they also announced me as the 
deputy head girl. So yeah, I, I was the deputy head girl at my school. You can clap hands for me. Thank you guys. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm so flattered. Um, but I was the deputy head girl and I was announced and you know, it's a, like a big deal. And like, um, I was super happy. Um, also my, you know, my happiness is, is not maybe at the highest level it can be. Cause I'm fresh off a breakup. Like we had like just been a couple of weeks after, after our breakup. And so, you know, I'm still kind of in that mode, but I'm still able to appreciate the value of my accomplishments that day. I was really happy. And so the moment I remember specifically is I was walking off the stage and I looked at him like he was at the back of the, at the back of the hall. And I don't know why I knew where he was sitting, but you just know these things. And so I look at him as I'm walking down from the stage. And in that moment, I realized that whatever sadness or whatever grief or whatever after the breakup that I was feeling can't compare to the happiness that I feel after having been awarded for my achievements and this is not to say that a person's value is in what they can achieve or like you know if you don't achieve anything you're not valuable but for me my value was placed a lot in how this particular person saw me and because I didn't feel like I was being valued in my mind it equated to also I'm not valuable which is not it at all and I think being awarded for things outside of um my relationship or my other qualities or being awarded for other qualities made me realize that the person I was with was mediocre. And it sounds so mean to say, and you know, I might sound like a bitter ex or whatever, but it's honest. It's what, it's the truth, you know, because the, like the relationship when you're with someone who's maybe not as driven to achieve as you are or not as ambitious as you are or even just doesn't align with core values like you know we said in if you listen to the love and relationship talk um interview that i had in the last episode we'll talk we talk about core values and so when core values are not aligned with a particular person you compromise yourself a lot in that relationship and i felt like i compromised a lot of things about myself but particularly my accomplishments because i didn't want him to feel bad i didn't want him to feel like he was this less valuable or less you know great at achieving things and so I didn't maybe celebrate myself as much as I would have I didn't maybe shine as brightly as I could I dimmed my light a little bit to allow him to still feel great and to still feel whatever and so in that moment standing in just you know the realization that your value is so much more than what a person sees your value is so much more than how a boy looks at you or how a boy treats you or how a girl treats you how every how a person in a relationship treats you. your value is so much more than those things and even my accomplishments the things I accomplished that day your value is so much more than that because you can then think that oh because I'm not accomplishing anything I'm still not valuable but you are so much greater than how someone sees you in their eyes and how someone treats you because if a person can treat you badly it doesn't mean that you are you are deserving of that you are deserving of love you are deserving of light you are deserving of so much more than a person who you're in a relationship with is maybe actually able to give you in that moment and that hindsight of seeing that sometimes it's only available after the breakup that's the worst part about it that some of the times you can only see that you deserved better when you are now out of that situation and I wish it was different 
But I was able to have that hindsight and to have that realization that, wait a minute, I'm not the one who lost something here. I'm not the one who should be sad about anything. Like, you know, he lost me. He lost me. And I think that allowed me to move on from the breakup a lot more, to just move on and now see this as like a funny story. Even when I talk about me being broken up with two days before Valentine's Day, it's just a funny story. It's just something that happened. It's not something that defines me or something I still hold a grudge on or I'm still, you know, bitter about. But yeah, that is the story for today, guys. And that is the moral of the story at the end. Um, And if you're in a situation similar to mine or you've had dates that are similar to mine or even worse than mine, I do hope that one day you can look back on it laughing because you are in a better position because you can only look back on something like... um, happily because you're in a better position than that and i'm in such a better position now the things i was taking or the things i was tolerating in that relationship are things that i would not even blink twice at now not things that i would even tolerate not even for a second now and that's the beautiful thing about growing up the beautiful thing about being in your 20s is that you are growing and discovering and getting better hopefully with every relationship you get better at communicating get better at picking the right people i mean that's the hope right and yeah so i hope you had a good time this to this story i hope you found it in some way and i hope you can still respect me after listening to this because i'm not the same girl guys i promise i promise i'm not the same girl but yeah with that we've come to the end of today's audio of today's podcast thank you so much for listening i hope you had a good time please do share some of your stories i would love to hear um some funny just bad date stories in the comments or whatever listening platform you're listening to or send me a message or leave a comment on my instagram page info bloom podcast with nicole and with that stay growing stay glowing and as always stay blessed i will catch you in the next episode